Greetings and salutations, friends. It's me, Ali B, and welcome back to Moonlit Hours, where you get to listen to my lovely voice. And now today's topic is going to be all about crystals, guys. <coughs> now, there are many crystals and gemstones that have their own properties. So if there's a specific area that you want help with, you should look at which ones will help you on that journey. Today, I will just be going over some of my favorite ones and ones I've done a little bit of my own research and worked with, as well as discussing which crystals are going to work best for each sign and share some information on working with crystals, how to charge them, and a little bit of crystal care. <laughs> and with that being said, let's get right into it. Now today, we're going to start off with Aquarius, which happy Aquarius season, guys. By the way, that just started. How exciting. Now Aquarius. So Aquarius is known for their power of their mind and their birthstone is amethyst which really reflects this because it's said to help with spiritual wisdom, clearing negative thoughts and feelings of calm. Recommended for Aquarius are going to be lepidolite and termulated quartz. Up next we have Pisces. Now Pisces, us little fishies, our birthstone is going to be aquamarine which is said to help relieve emotional baggage, develop intuition, and this stone is known to favor communication with the goddesses. Other stones recommended for Pisces are going to be amethyst and rose quartz. Now we have Aries. Now Aries, first stone is going to be the diamond, and this really explains in Aries because their gemstone is created with fires, and as we know, Aries is a very, very fiery sign. <laughs> Other very good stones for this fiery sign are going to include red jasper, citrine, and carnelian. And next up, we have Taurus. Now, Taurus's gemstone is going to be the emerald. An emerald is said to symbolize prosperity, love, wisdom, and luck. Other great stones for this bull are going to be amazonite, selenite, and smoky quartz. Up next, we have Gemini. Now, Gemini's gemstone is the pearls. And pearls are actually said to harness the power of Mercury, which we know is a native planet for Gemini's, the god of communication, or the planet of communication, if you will. Other great stones for this sign are going to be Tiger's Eye, Amazonite, and Shungile. Up next, we have, up next, we have Cancer, and Cancer's birthstone is rubies, which are said to be the stone of passion, and being ruled by the moon, Cancer's note passion all too well. Labradorite and Red Jasper. Up next, we have Leo. Now, Leo's birthstone is period, which I just thought was funny. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm immature and talking slang, as you guys noticed. Like, that just really cracked me up. Anyway, so uh, period is actually a light green stone, and it is said to be sun-kissed earth, which is perfect for this warm sun native. Other great stones for Leos are going to be tiger's eye, rose quartz, and garnet. Up next, we have Virgo. Now, Virgo's birthstone is sapphire, and sapphire is said to enhance intelligence, wisdom, and purity of heart. Other great stones for this sign are going to include amazonite, fluorite, and amethyst. Now, up next, we have Libra's, and Libra's birthstone is the opal. Opal is said to represent strength and commitment to equity and teamwork. Other great stones for this sign are going to include Tiger's Eye, Amethyst, and Bloodstone. Up next, we have Scorpio, and Scorpio's birthstone is Topaz. This electric stone represents change and flexibility, which this sign, being ruled by Pluto, thrives in rebirth. Other great stones for Scorpios are going to include K2, Amethyst, and Pink Tourmaline. Now for Sagittarius, Sagittarius's birthstone is Zircon, and it's said to be a lucky stone, bringing prosperity, honor, and wisdom. 
Now we know that Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter, which is all about that luck. Other great stones for this sign are going to include Smoky Quartz, Lepidite, and Shungal once again. And last but certainly not least, we have the Goats of the Zodiac, Capricorn. No Capricorn's birthstone is Garnet, and Garnet is said to help with problem solving and warding off negative thoughts, which is perfect for these goats so they can go, you know, get up those steps and reach their goals. Other great stones for this sign are going to include Rose Quartz, Smoky Quartz, and Garnets. Now, when it comes to crystals, there's not necessarily a starter pack to recommend, but rather what calls to you individually. I have a few myself and want to recommend a few as well as just give some details on them. It also aids in recharging other crystals and it's recommended to place this stone. Rose Quartz, which is said to help heal emotional wounds and help with healing as well as channeling your heart chakra and it is all about love, which includes family, platonic, and romantic love. It's not just romantic love though, guys. Like, love is way, way deeper than that. Alrighty, and now we're on to my personal favorite shiny rocks. Now, one of my favorite ones personally is up next we have obsidian. Now, obsidian protects against negativity and helps draws out our mental stress and tension so, you know, we can be relieved and relaxed. Another great one, in my opinion, is smoky quartz, and smoky quartz helps relieve anxiety. It's going to be clear or crystal clear quartz, and this is a really powerful healing stone. It's going to be super beneficial with manifesting, channeling, meditation, and healing. Another great one is, and you know, it gets rid of depression and anxiety and basically just helps you get more emotionally calm. There's no starter pack, but this is definitely like a starter crystal in my opinion, would be Celtine. And Celtine is a stone said to be connected to the angel realm, and it is a great stone for grounding on windowsills to ward off negative energies. And people actually make bowls and plates out of this crystal in order to charge their stones. It also can come in wand shape to help clear negative energy from tarot decks before readings, you know, if you're into that sort of thing. Next, I want to recommend Lapis Lazuli. Lapis Lazuli. And this is going to be used to aid with your third eye chakra, which is connected to inner wisdom and intuition. It also represents peace and serenity, and it's just a really pretty stone. To basically describe it, since I don't have pictures, because, you know, this is a podcast, not a video. Blue stone with white stripes basically running through it. I think they're really pretty. These notes for the podcast is bloodstone. And then one that I want to recommend as well that I actually learned about while making. So bloodstone is actually a black stone, and it typically would have red or green like splatter looking specks on it which is why it's called bloodstone um apparently it is a great grounding stone as well it helps ward off negativity one thing i just want to mention i think it's pretty popular as you saw between bloodstone obsidian both of them ward off negativity most black stones are going to be great with warding off negativity um because you know they're the color black it helps kind of show them like it draws it out removes it so you know you can focus on the positive instead now, when you're selecting stones, another thing to consider is the shape of your crystal. Different shapes of crystals can honor different intentions. So I'm just going to go over a few common shapes and kind of discuss, you know, their intentions just so I can help you guys pick out what's best for you. So one shape that's really interesting is a knife-shaped crystal. Now, knife-shaped crystals have the intention of cutting cords, perhaps cutting cords with specific emotions or people who provoke emotions in you. You know, so if someone provokes negative emotions in you, maybe you get a black obsidian, you know, knife crystal, and that represents cutting negativity out of your life. Up next, we have spears. Now, spear shapes indicate harmony and energy all around. 
you know, they're shaped like a spear, so a circle. And people tend to just hold them and um, run their hand on them. It really helps with anxiety as well. Or sometimes it can help with people that have anxiety. Obviously, you know, the best thing is to deal with that with a professional and everything. But, you know, sometimes little things like that help. Another great or another interesting crystal shape is going to be free. So we have freeform crystals and freeform crystals give off higher vibrations than most other shapes. Um, but there's also rough crystals. Now, rough crystals are really strong and are going to ra- radiate a pure energy because they are on raw form. You know, they're the raw crystal. They haven't been messed with or touched with. Um, heart crystals, if you guessed those would have helped radiate love, you'd guess right, my friends. There's also pyramids. Now, pyramid shapes are said to represent focused energy and assist with any blockages. And that's just a point to amplify energy. Egg-shaped crystals are said to represent fertility and stability obelisk shaped crystals and these help dissipate negativity and last but not least we have double terminated crystals and this helps absorb and emit energy but you're trying to decide you know what kind of shape of crystal you want and what kind of crystal you want the next logical question right is where to get these crystals now like i said i would definitely recommend researching on what you want to focus on because whatever resonates with you is going to have the greatest impact or bad energy or even just weird energy associated with them so it's not typically recommended. I personally love buying um, crystals and other things from Etsy and I've gotten a few from Gemini Wicks and two healing stones so if you want to check them out on Etsy or any small business you know especially with everything going on i just think trying to support small businesses is really great and they're super cute like they have this cutest packaging and it's just it's just really nice sometimes on things like wish or amazon they might have dyed crystals now this is going to be particularly common in agites quartz crystals howlite and amethyst crystals and you can typically tell these are dyed because they will be outrageous colors such as such as having a bright pink quartz. Like that's not a common color or that's not a color that quartz normally or naturally would come in. Another way to tell is what's called a chip test where if it's chipped or get chipped you will see a white spot in the center and you know that shows on the chip where the dye didn't reach. Another way to tell is to swab crystals with nail polish remover and a cotton swab. However, you want to be careful with this because it can damage crystals. Um, and obviously with this, all you're going to do is put a little bit of the nail polish remover or alcohol on the cotton swab and gently swab the crystal. And if you get the color off on the cotton swab, then looks like you got a fake dyed crystal, my friend. So let's say hypothetically now we have our crystals, right? And let's say we did get them from Amazon or you got them and you just don't know what kind of energy they come with or you just want to bond with your crystals. It's exciting. Yay. Now there's crystals that actually don't need to be cleansed and that's going to include kyanite, diamonds, sightshine, azulite, and prinocyte. Um, There's a bunch of different ways actually that you can cleanse your crystals. The number one way that people would recommend cleansing your crystals is going to be saging. However, saging is a what can be considered a closed practice. And one of the big conflicting issues with saging is where you get your sage from because where they harvest the sage from will really, the energy in the sage will really, really affect 
um, you know, what you do with it because the intentions and where you get your products from whenever you do things like this really do matter. So if you're going to go the staging route or even getting sage candles, please, please, please look look into what you're doing. You know, I think it's better to be educated and make your own choice. Um, but don't worry, there are other ways to cleanse your crystals, such as other crystals. So crystals that are going to help out with cleansing your other crystals <laughs> are going to be quartz and selenite or basically just clear crystals. Um, but those are the two ones that are highly recommended. You can just place your crystals on top of them to charge. Another great way to charge your crystals is going to be in water. However, the problem with water is there's a lot of crystals that don't like to get wet and can be very damaged by water. Crystals that don't like water are going to include angelite, opal, turquoise, kunzanite, selenite, kyanite, malchite. Um, and the only one out of this list that can get a little bit wet is going to be labradorite. Although, once again, it's just not recommended. So, like, I just wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? And a good rule with all these crystals, as I'm sure you heard, is basically any crystal ending in ite is most likely not going to enjoy a water bath. Another great way to charge crystals is going to be sound. Now, this can be either through music, high frequency, positive music, or positive affirmations coming from you. Another great way to charge them is with sound. Um, to find a healing frequencies and playing those with your crystals you can just find those on spotify there's all sorts of playlists like that i have one that i particularly like to play for myself another great way to charge crystals is going to be light however because so many crystals can be damaged moonlight is the most recommended now you can charge them in all sorts of light including candlelight full moon new moon and sunlight and the moon is going to be most powerful during full moon and new moon um, when you charge crystals under those now just just to let you guys know, the crystals that really don't like sun are going to include Adventure, Amethyst, Aquamarine, Benel, Citrine, Sapphire, Fluorite, Rose Quartz, Smoky Quartz, and Kunzite. So remember guys, these are like the vampires, right? If you put them in the sun, they're going to get burnt. Or I guess damaged in this case, they're not going to get burnt. <laughs> Another great way to charge your crystals is going to be Intentional Breath. So Intentional Breath is going to be where you bring your mind to what is on your mind and you are going to imagine releasing that onto the crystal. So once again, let's say you, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. Let's say you got love on the brain. You have your rose quartz crystal in front of you. And let's say you want to heal your heart chakra. So you're going to be like, you know what, rose quartz, I want you to help heal my heart chakra. My heart chakra is going to be healed. And so when you speak that into the crystal, the crystal then gets activated and your breath and everything like that and your intention is going to help charge it and that crystal is going to help working towards you. Now, another great way to use your crystals is going to be meditation or manifestation. It's going to be super simple, just as holding a crystal related to what you want to focus on in your hand and sitting there and focus on that. So let's say you want to bring in more money into your life. You know, it's a new year. We're all thinking about new opportunities. Then you would have a crystal associated with money. Put it in your hand and just meditate and think about how you're just a money magnet bringing in all that money in. Um, another great thing that people use this for is related to chakras and their seven chakra points. Now we have seven chakra points and many times you can find guided meditations or focus yourself on aiding all of them or specific ones. And I just want to go over what each of these chakra points is and talk about some crystals that are really going to help you with those. 
So when it comes to our chakras, our first chakra is going to be our root or our base chakra. Now this one is represented in the color red and it is located in the area of your bottom of your spine essentially. And this chakra is related to passion, excitement, and energy as well as physical identity, stability, and grounding. When aligned or unblocked, it is said that you will feel grounded, secure, emotionally, and physically speaking. And root chakra crystals are going to include agronite, bloodstone, and garnet. Our second chakra is going to be our sacral chakra and that's going to be located two inches below your belly button and is represented in the color orange. It releases, motivates, and rejuvenates. Emotionally speaking, this chakra is tied to our feelings of self-worth, especially relating to sexuality, pleasure, and creativity. And it's interesting because this chakra is related to life and sexual energy and Freud's major theory was that sex energy was a driving force in personality and behavior as a default of this personality. So it's like this chakra basically controls your personality according to Freud's theory. I just thought it was interesting that it all tied together like that. And stones for this chakra are going to include carnaline, orange, orange calcite, and jasper. Up next we have our solar plexus chakra and that's going to be our third chakra point. And it is represented with the color yellow and this is said to help with joy, peace, and refreshed energy. It is a chakra of our self-esteem, confidence, and essentially our personal power. When this chakra is unblocked, we feel most confident in ourselves. And crystals that are going to help with this are going to include amber, fire, opal, and citrine. Up next, we have our heart chakra, and this is going to be our fourth chakra point, representing the color green, loving, caring, nurturing, and confident. People with blocked heart chakras tend to put others first to the point where basically they're filling someone else's cup and they're running around with empty cups all the time. I'm gonna help other first. Remember guys, you need to put your oxygen mask on before others. I know it can be really difficult, especially for us healers out there. However, you really can't walk around with an empty cup, you know? You gotta put that oxygen mask on and you gotta fill that cup up, you know, before you can fill up someone else's cup. You really, you really just have to do it yourself too. And you know what? You deserve that. Like, you would do that for other people. You need to do that for yourself too. You owe it to yourself. Come on. And up next, we have our throat chakra, and this is going to be our fifth chakra point. Signs of a... And it is represented in the color blue, and this represents communication, calming, and tranquility. Throat chakra crystals include aquamarine, kyanite, and turquoise. Third eye chakras. And our sixth chakra point is going to be our third eye chakra, which is represented in the color indigo. And that's going to be in the center of your forehead. And this is controlling intuitive, insightful, and uplifting thoughts. Signs of a blocked third eye chakra include those who are know-it-alls and not in touch with reality. Alternatively, can also be those who are not in touch with their intuition. Third eye chakras include sapphire, sodalite, and lapis lazuli. And finally, last but not least, we have our crown chakra. Now, the crown chakra is our seventh and final chakra point. Once again, it is represented in the color violet. Blocked crown chakras are shown when people act stubborn, narrow-minded, or skeptical. Crown chakra crystals include moonstone, clear quartz, and amethyst. Now, if you're really interested in how to heal or just do a meditation with your chakras, there are many guided meditations you may try. I found a few on YouTube myself that I've really enjoyed in the past. You can also meditate on your own and grow with self-discovery. And this represents spirituality, intellect, and insightfulness. You know, it's your journey. It's yourself. So whatever resonates with you and really works with you, that's the most important thing. Energy healing practices that may help you with your journey. As always, I welcome and encourage you to do your own research on everything. I can be wrong too, so don't take my word as gospel. You know, I literally, 
grow with this podcast. Like I'm learning every day with my notes and with sound and with everything. So we're all growing and learning together. So I can be wrong too. And you know what? If I'm wrong, it's going to be my goal to make sure that I correct it, do better, and let you all know where I mess up. And with that being said, guys, I'm going to end today's episode here. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Next time, I'm going to have a super Valentine's Day special. Can't wait for you guys to all tune in. Be safe and sane out there and I'll catch you all next time.